How about this from Sean on the JTEC Construction Zone Twitter feed? Says apparently Josh is now my HOA president and is announcing the snow is done for the year. And so he has attached a screenshot. Dear whatever owners, with the snow all melting and warmer temps forecasted for February and March, the HOA is going to have the snow markers removed on Monday. Please do not tamper with them as they are HOA property. Thank you all for your cooperation. How about that? What are snow markers? Uh, so, like, my apartment complex has these, they're just sticks in the ground, essentially, that we, we're not allowed to park in a specific spot, so they put all of the snow there. Mm. So, probably something like that. So, okay. there are now more spots available. But that, John, they said it, not me. Their words, not mine. Unless that's your burner, and Mm-mm. your second life is you being the head of an HOA. They're, they're, yeah, they're not, they're not no. listening to you, if they have any intelligence whatsoever. The forecast is looking... Really nice, though, John. Mm. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? It's going to be cloudy tomorrow, though. Yeah, but it's going to be in the 50s, Nick. It'll be okay. Mm. Well, Better what does the forecast look weeks. like for February? You know, this is the penultimate month. This is the we are this is February. like the November of college football. It's the last full month of the regular season. For college hoops. For college hoops. Yeah. The Jays just finished up 7-1 and one in January. Not bad. Which is pretty good. And now they start February with the final game of their homestand against Butler tonight at 8 o'clock here on... 16-20 the zone, the Bulldogs, 14-7. and seven. They are a bubble team right now. They are of the bubble. They are of the bubble. They do have bubble, they do have a couple of really good quality wins, including at Marquette. They ended Marquette's 20-game Big East home win streak. Hard to win at Marquette. Dude, it's hard to win on the road, period, this year. That's nice feather in their cap. That's Nebraska has shown. And they are coming off their uh, two-overtime win over Nova last week. Now, they've had the same amount of time off as Creighton. Uh, they last played last Saturday. So you figure the uh, fresh legs would be there. Uh, very different Butler team than the Butler teams we've seen of recent vintage. In that, well, number one, there's only two guys who played any kind of significant minutes a year ago. And one of them, Connor Turnbull, is hurt, so he's not even playing anymore. The other one is Jalen Thomas, who is their center. But they brought in a bunch of new faces, including, well, it's a new old face. They brought in Posh Alexander from... Uh, St. John's. Meet the new face, same as the old face. So Posh. at least the Jays know what Posh is all about, but he's now in a different system. Spice. He's now in the Thad Mata system. And they're playing a lot more Thad. quickly than mm-hmm. they used to. They used to be a very methodical, slow-paced team. Their last, what is it, four years, they were ranked, last year was 277, the year before that 341, the year before that 326, the year before that 334th in the country, in tempo. Close to, if not bottom of the barrel in terms of tempo. Mm-hmm. This year, 153rd. Now, it doesn't sound all that impressive, but when you compare it to where they've been. Yeah, the jump that they just made. And it has resulted in a lot more points. This Butler team is averaging more points per game so far than any other Butler team since 1991. Wow. 1991, you have to go back to for the last time a Butler team averaged this many points in a season. They're averaging around 80 points a game. Total, by the way, on FanDuel, 147 and a half. 147 and a half. Now, they're not very deep, but uh, Pierre Brooks leads the team in scoring. Good three-point shooter. Uh, One of the best in the conference, hitting him at a 43% clip. Uh, Jamil Telfort. 
got a double-double last week. DJ Davis scored all 28 of his points in the second half in overtime last week. That's a career high against Villanova, and I mentioned Jalen Thomas earlier. But this, this will be an interesting matchup tonight, and we'll see how the Jays respond based on you know how they finished January and then getting some. How time they off. finished January got a little bit of time off. Now they de- definitely needed the time off with all the oh hundred percent mileage on their legs. Yeah, and especially I mean it's funny I don't know how much we talked about it on Monday, John, but you know going into the game on Saturday, a lot of the discussion was, man, it's going to be nice that they're having this game that they're going to win by twenty plus points, and thus they can give rest to a lot of their starters. And while they did win by twenty plus points, it took some time to get there. They had that what twenty to four run. Yeah. In the I mean, you, the starters really didn't get pulled until the last six minutes. Bingo. So, you know, that game ended up not maybe going the way that you would hope it, it would, even though the, the final score says that it did. Uh, that said, you know, that you have the week off now. Um, Mac has talked plenty about February and, and how what, what this month is going to mean and how important this month is. Every game the rest of the way, save for the Georgetown game, is going to be against a team that is either – Locked into the tournament and will have a and will be playing for a really good seed like a Marquette, like a UConn, or it's going to be against a team that is either fighting to stay off the bubble or get on the bubble or get past the bubble. Because really, you go nine deep in this conference down to Villanova. You go nine deep in this conference in terms of teams that have realistic NCAA tournament aspirations. So that means only two. And, you and you're playing everybody yeah. except DePaul because you finished up with DePaul. So you have everybody else left on your schedule once except for Butler. This will be the first matchup against Butler. You'll get them one more time in Indianapolis. So that's what you have to face mostly in the month of February. Mm-hmm. So this will be the month that really kind of defines, A, you know, are you going to be a pretender, a contender for the conference title? And listen, that's going to be a tall hill to climb because you got to – Catch and then pass UConn. Good luck with that, as well as they're playing right now. Um, but also a chance to really, you know, put yourself in a great position for a top four seed. You know, the uh, I believe the uh, committees they always do that sneak peek. Is that this week? I think it's next week. What do they call that? The top sixteen? Yeah, top sixteen reveal. NCAA tournament? Uh, Looks like that is Saturday the 17th. All right, so two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Two weeks from tomorrow will be... To my knowledge, Creighton has never been in a top 16 reveal. Really? I don't think so. I thought they were last year. I guess, no, they would have been. No, they wouldn't have been because they were... they were struggling. Because they, well, they they had come off the struggle bus, but then they were trying to make up ground from all the... from the six-game losing streak. Yeah. By the way, you... And in 2019-2020, which was the team that finished so strong and won the Big East championship, they were they were still on the outside of that conversation because that was right before they really hit their stride. Yeah. By the way, you just brought up what Creighton has in terms of uh, difficult opponents and how they're only going to have that one Georgetown game the mm-hmm. rest of the way and everyone else will be you know in that tournament mix. Uh, looking at UConn's schedule before their stuff ramps back up. They have St. John's on the road tomorrow. They have Butler on Tuesday, but then they have Georgetown and DePaul. So they'll, you know, things will... You, you figure that before that Marquette game and then the Creighton game that follows that, that they're going to be in pretty good footing. And so I think by then you're probably going to know, you know, are you just playing for second or is there a chance that you're still playing for, for first? Given what's, what Creighton has ahead of them and also what UConn has ahead of them too. Yeah, well, you're essentially... 
two and a half games back right now because you're two down in the loss column, plus they have a tiebreaker. Yeah, and again, how well they're playing as well. And they're playing. God, they're playing well. Yeah. A lot of folks were kind of hesitant. Eh, they're not really better than last year. Eh, I think they are better than last year. At least they're, they're right now they're playing better than they were at this time last year. Correct. Doesn't mean that they'll win it all again, but no. obviously, yeah. Kent's Movie Club is coming up next. We're going to talk about The Hill. And we'll hear how much these two guys hated See, you it. You can't be critical of us hating something when we do the same thing to Nick but every week. You also don't know what we I, didn't all like I about said it. was I we're going to find out. Like we're going to find out how much these guys hated this. That's all I said. Okay. Hmm. We'll tell you why. 1620 the zone.